0: Hey everybody sorry if I sound a little odd I'm just getting over a cold uh, what you're gonna hear is actually my first ever podcast um, It was an interview I did with my grandma and my grandpa ended up waking up from a nap uh, a little bit into it and I ended up setting him down in front of my microphone I, I only had two at the time and um, we ended up getting a little conversation between the two of them so Uh, essentially it's my grandma and grandpa at one point with just me in the background talking into my grandpa's mic the best I could so there was some clear audio Uh, but please just remember again this is my first ever podcast Um, it's actually my intent was to record my grandma and grandpa every week um, you know just to kind of save their life and um, their life story Uh, We ended up actually losing my grandma a few months after this podcast was recorded, so I only got to sit down with her three times. Um, I will be posting those here uh, either later this week or early next week, Um, but this is my attempt to immortalize them, and um, as long as we have the internet, we will have my grandma and my grandpa. So... I hope that you guys enjoy what they had to say, and I hope you enjoy some of little stories and a uh, little window into their relationship.
1: Cool, cool.
0: Seems like my level might be a little high on this mic here, but we'll give it a shot. Just going to move the mic around. Alright, so, I gotta ask, the nickname Fuzzy, Where's that come from?
2: You know, I don't really know. My dad used to call me that because of my hair. Was really crazy, Fuzzy. and it just stuck.
0: <laughs> okay, all right, makes sense, makes sense. Yep, uh, I had a tough time thinking of some questions because you know, there's a ton I want to ask you, but there's just a couple things I got. I got down here. Just to kind of get you know us talk and see what where we go. So how how did you meet Grandpa? I know you met in school, but yep. how did you your first interactions? Do you remember how he introduced himself or
2: what happened? Was I went?
0: Yeah, let me move that mic a little closer. There you
2: go. I was in the eighth grade, and at our school, we used to have assemblies. And I sat up in the balcony with my friend Cherry, and you could see the side door where people came in and sat down. When he came in, he was with Bill Upton, and I told Cherry, I said, Oh my God, right there's my guy. She says, There's mine too. And I said, you better make sure that yours is a redhead, because I'm taking the the yellow one. (laughs) She says, that's exactly what I want.
0: His hair was that blonde at that age? Really? I thought that came with just being in the sun all the time.
2: No, he had blonde hair. (laughs) And anyway, I just couldn't believe what happened. I didn't know. All I know is that I couldn't get over his face. And I'd see him in the hallway going up the stairs to his classroom, and I was going to mine. He never said a word. He was too bashful. Yep. We went to high school. Same thing. He was so bashful he wouldn't talk. But I was friends with his sister, Bonnie.
0: Okay, yeah, Aunt Bonnie.
2: And one day, I went over there, and he was home. And I sat down on the couch beside of him, and he wouldn't talk. (laughs) And I said to him, I said, he was moving his hand constantly. And I said, you keep moving that hand, I'm going to hold it. He kept on moving it. (laughs) And that was the first time.
0: (laughs) All right. I like it.
2: That he knew I was interested in him. And anyway, he moved his hand, kept moving his hand, and I grabbed it and held on to it. And he started talking to me. Not much, but a little bit. And I went home that night, and I told my mother, I said, I'm in love. She says, you can't be. You're too young. And I said, but I am. (laughs) And every chance I got, I went down to Bonnie's and interacted with him. Until he finally acknowledged me. It was not an easy courtship. He was kind of a jerk at times. (laughs) Would go out. Yeah,
0: I can see that.
2: Yeah, we went out. And he would tell people that he didn't have a girlfriend. I said, okay, I'm not your girlfriend. I said, it sure feels like it. But if you say no, okay. He'd make me, eventually he'd make dates with me and would get. I'd get ready to go. And I'd be looking out my window to see if he was coming around the corner. <laughs> Never came. The next day, I found out him and his friend, Paul Henney, had gone out. <laughs> and I All said, right. did you forget that we had a date? Uh, oh, Paul wanted to go out, so I went.
0: Well, this was before cell phones, so he... In his defense, he couldn't drop you a text and be like, "Hey," uh, <laughs> he could plans have called.
2: Have <laughs> he could have called down the phone. This is true. But as the years went on, we had a lot of fun. We went fishing. We went mushrooming. We went to the movies. We did a lot of things. So eventually, I ended up. With Shelley, Cheryl? With Cheryl,
0: yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> how did he propose? You remember how he, was he acting weird leading up to it, you know? Did you suspect it? Was it one of those No, things? I
2: didn't expect it.
0: Okay. How did he get you?
2: Well, we had gone to a movie and out to dinner to Mountain Jacks.
0: Oh. oh. We'll, Hold on, let me stop you there. Mountain Jacks, if if you're listening, come back, please. <laughs> One of the best best places out there, Mountain Jacks. Hands down. Hands down. Oh, my God. Sorry. Go go on. Take and when we, went and got, when
2: we got in the car, he handed me a little box that had a ring in it. And I opened it up, and I almost fainted. He didn't <laughs> ask me to marry me. He just simply gave me the ring, and that was it.
0: That's, you know, that's <clears throat> that's a hard sale if I've ever heard one. That's a hard close right there. Yep. Not even asking for the card number. Nothing. Just, here, uh, you know what this is.
2: <laughs> just bought me the ring. <laughs> and I remember when he went to get it, his sister Bonnie told me that his Mother and her had gone with him to Lansing to get it. Okay. And he was driving a hundred miles an hour. And his mother got really nervous, and she said, Roger, you're driving way too fast. And if you knew Roger, you would understand." <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, he doesn't ever drive fast. That's
2: no, surprising. and when when he when she told him that, he said, "Okay, fine." Slowed the car down, Bonnie said to 40 miles an hour. Wouldn't go any faster. <laughs> Just to be stubborn.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. That's Grandpa. Yeah. <clears throat> and his youth, I can only imagine added rebellion. You know, defiance. <laughs>
2: he, he was quite a character. Yeah. He's changed in the years, though. Like I said, when Jarrell was born... Everything changed.
0: I don't know about that.
2: Yes, it did.
0: No, because no. Nope, he had to go through Cheryl, Mom, Shelly, Matt, Mike.
2: Yes, he, he had to go through them, but he Jessica. worked. he worked all the time. He was never here.
0: Well, he, he put in, what, 42 years at GM? Yep. Yeah, he worked a lot of the time. Yep. I was growing up.
2: That's the That was his... He felt like that was his job, was to bring money home. It was. And I mean, over the was. years, over the years of doing 12, 14, 16 hours a day, seven days a week, he, when they offered him retirement, he took it. And then he realized what a mistake he'd made.
0: Now, to be fair... I've heard stories where fourteen of those sixteen hours were ping pong tournaments.
2: Yes. <laughs> so
0: I'm not saying he wasn't working, but
2: they had a was good time. He working? <laughs> yeah, they had a good time at work.
0: Yep. Yep. You know, minus the shoulder. And yep. all, all that good stuff that comes with that type of labor. He did love his fork truck. I got to find that picture of him on the last day at work. They took a picture of him on his fork truck. Yep. Got to find that picture. I was talking about that a couple months ago. One of the guys was talking about at work. He was talking about how his dad put in 38, 39 years somewhere. and I was like, dude, that generation. You know? And I was telling him about grandpa and he's like... Jesus, <laughs> He's like, he worked a career and a half, you know? Which he did, you know?
2: Yeah, he certainly so, did.
0: That's, But still, that's, you know... Nowadays, you're seeing people just taking handouts left and right. and They don't want to work. That ethic. Well, it's not just that they don't want to work. It's that the option not to work is there more than ever. And that option wasn't there for Grandpa. No. It wasn't there for his dad. No. And it sure as hell wasn't there for his dad's dad. I mean, those people came to this country with nothing. Right. And they're still here. I mean, their bloodline is, I'm. Um, you hear it, you know? That's right. So they, all they know, all they knew was... Work. You work. And you bring home at least enough, you know, for your family.
2: Well, when Roger and I got married, he worked at the shoe factory at Ethica. He made a dollar and a half an hour. He'd bring home forty dollar paycheck.
1: Was that the Hush Puppies factory?
0: Yeah. And that's you know what? It's amazing that that comes full circle. Because mm-hmm. remember when I worked at Clover? Yep. That's that old factory. The old the old sign was even in when you walked in the building. They kept the old uh, hush puppies wood sign. It was hand painted, and that thing I can't remember how long they said it's been around, but it's been around a long time—fifty, 50, 60 years, something like that.
2: Right, exactly. So
0: that's crazy. I didn't. I guess I didn't know that he, or I didn't remember he put in time at the hush puppy. So how long was he there?
2: We were married, peppy Maybe five years. Okay. And then he went to Oldsmobile and tried to get in. Okay. And when he got the call, he went from making a dollar an hour to making $2 an hour. That's what he started out at Olds.
0: You remember what year that was?
2: Not actually. I don't remember.
0: Well only reason I ask is because I was going to ask a couple follow-up questions regarding the year. Do you remember how much... uh, Let me move my mic here. I know it's going to make some noise. Do you remember about how much gas was? About, at the time, I know... 33 cents. I know, at a buck an hour, you know, that's probably not... uh,
2: 33 cents a gallon.
0: Okay. And cigarettes? you remember how much cigarettes were?
2: I don't remember because I didn't smoke.
0: But Grandpa did, right?
2: Yeah, he smoked until he saw my dad have cancer surgery on his chest. Hmm. And then when we went and seen him and he saw dad's chest, we walked out in the hallway and he had his cigarettes rolled up in his T-shirt.
0: In his sleeve? Yep. Stud. He took
2: the package (laughs) of cigarettes out, threw them in the trash can in the hallway, and he said, that's it, I'm not smoking anymore. And that's when he quit.
0: Wow. That's uh. Yeah, that's good stuff. I don't oh okay. I don't mean to get distracted, but there's got a couple bunnies in the front yard. Oh yeah. One's attacked and the other one. You know what time of year it is trying to mate, and the one that's getting attacked is literally jumping straight up. <laughs> it's like a cartoon, and the one that's jumping at the other one is literally jumping perfectly underneath it. As <laughs> the other one jumps straight up to dodge it, it's. <laughs> pretty comical anyway yeah he uh so he just quit just not even cold turkey he just quit mid-stride yeah that's what you're saying okay all right
2: (laughs) yeah if you would have seen daddy's (laughs) chest you would have too
0: yeah
2: it was horrible
0: ah man i can only imagine
2: my dad used to call him rogers (laughs) r-o-g-e-r-s why just, Just to make him mad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: Just to get yep. his goat. <laughs>
0: That's good stuff. So then uh Alright. So here's a question. Tell me about your grandma and grandpa a little bit.
2: My grandpa. On either
0: side, you know, whatever ones stick out or you know.
2: My both my grandpas were, were gone. I I knew my grandpa Gramer for probably five years and then he had his leg cut off at the knee
0: for what? what happened?
2: he was chopping chickens heads off and hit his knee oh got infection in it Mm -hmm. and died from that really?
0: yeah (sighs) yeah my
2: grandmother was uh, wow My grandmother was the neatest person. Roger couldn't understand a word she said, even though she was speaking English.
0: (laughs) Well, she, how far removed was she from the boat that brought her, the family here from Poland, right? Yeah. Poland, mainly? Poland. Your your side, right? Grandpa's German-Irish? Yep. Yeah.
2: But my grandmother was a closet drinker,
0: okay I'm listening. How tall was she? First off, paint a picture <laughs> give me give me a picture. You're about five one, so
2: she was about as tall as me okay <laughs> and we would go visit her in her kitchen and she'd disappear for a couple of minutes. She'd go in the pantry, and we could hear her undoing the alcohol. <laughs>
0: All right,
2: I'm listening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and we all used to laugh about it because it was kind of comical, really.
0: Now, did she need to hide it? Like, were people, like your mom, putting pressure on her? Or was it just.
2: No, just nobody said trying anything. Trying to do. be
0: proper, you know? Yeah,
2: she was just trying to be right, you know. The
0: old ways, you know?
2: But she finally quit because of her health. But it was pretty funny. We all knew she was in there drinking, you know. <laughs> and she used to walk from Middleton to Parrington to my mom's house. Okay. And Roger and I picked her up one day. And she was talking. And when she got out of the car, he said, what's she say? <laughs> he didn't know what she said. That's awesome. I said, well, you, you have to listen real close to her.
0: So did she, uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to pause one second. I'm going to check levels. We just crossed 17 minutes. I want to make sure that, uh, my mic's good and your mic's good really quick. So I'm going to pause. We'll listen back. Then we'll pick back up. All right, we're back. We're back. All right. So (laughs) with your grandma, was she, uh, did she speak you know Polish?
2: She could talk Polish.
0: Okay, is that what he had a hard time understanding or was it because she was Her always flashed up? Yeah. Her okay. accent. Okay. okay. Yep. That's that's kinda what I was thinking, but uh, you know. Yeah, she,
2: <laughs> she had quite a accent and didn't couldn't pronunciate the words like, you know, normal people. She just did what she thought it was saying
0: <laughs> now do you remember uh like uh grandpa if he had you know grandparents around at the time when you guys started dating or or did you ever meet them or yes okay how <laughs>
2: his grandmother used to make these sugar cookies with a raisin in the middle of it okay Oh, my God, they were so good. Every All of us kids would go down there, and she'd be handing us all cookies. She,
0: she always was, had them made?
2: Oh, yeah, she always had them. Always, every day. Mm. His her, his grandpa I was gone, so she was the only one, you know.
0: Did you ever, I mean, I'm sure I can ask him when he gets up here. I'll go get him up, but did you, uh, I'll give him about another ten. But did, did you ever hear... Do you remember whatever happened to his grandpa or... No. Okay. Did you know like what he did for work or... Okay. No. Now, his dad and his uncles and stuff used to farm, didn't they? Yep. Okay. Okay, because I, I know for the last... Almost any time I bring it up, he's kicks himself about it. But when he bought this property he had the option to buy about what's this another 40 that was north that parcel up there Yep. and then he had a chance later on to buy parcel to the east and he never did now he's kicking himself for it but do you remember like i know his aunt and uncle that originally had this boiled sap do you remember anything about them
2: I remember everything about. <laughs> all
0: right, all right, let me and so.
2: Alice was quite a character. That's
0: okay. That's what I I remember hearing that they were characters, but
2: she was a school teacher, my fourth grade school teacher, and boy, she didn't take no crap. You did what she said, or you got a reprimand for it. <laughs> She was really good. But I'll tell you what, she was the best lady you ever knew.
0: One of those that put an extra hole in the paddle for aerodynamics.
2: <laughs> no, no, she would never have. But when she offered us this property, it was 40 acres. And Roger and I said, there's no way we can buy it. We don't have any money. I mean, we were living in a rented house with four kids and Alan Alice said we're going to sell it to you for $300 and I looked at Raj and I said Raj we don't have that money and she said you could make payments when you pay the last payment it's yours so we bought the property and all over in the front yard, there. This was not like this. This was a pasture. <laughs> out in the front, there they had cut trees down, and there was nothing but a bunch of piled up
0: logs. and yep, stuff? Yep,
2: logs and stuff.
0: Okay, from the clear cut.
2: Yep. Okay. And Roger and I were out there every night for the first month, throwing those boards out so that you know out of that place so we could burn them. <laughs> And if I had known there were snakes, I wouldn't have been out there. <laughs> Never thought about it.
0: Well, that's not just snakes. You got ticks, spiders. Yeah.
2: Everything. Yeah. But I didn't think about it. I, I was just happy that we were going to have a house, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I, had, I mean, I we were so grateful to Aunt Alice. And as I look back, if we would have thought about it, we should have bought that property over there, but we didn't. We were young and stupid.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, if if I were to put myself in that position, which we're now, you know, I've got a few kids, a couple of kids, one on the way, and I know how money is, it's tight, and I can only imagine how things were then, but especially now, you know, it's extremely tight, and it feels like there's no avenue. So to put myself in your position, then I can see where not only one was this kind of, you know, an act of grace maybe for her to be like, hey, let me hook you guys up, and not to want to feel like you're maybe taking extra or advantage of that grace, but I can also see where, At the time, even reality kind of says, you know what, we didn't have the finances for this. Let's not stretch ourselves and get greedy. You know, you were happy with it. You still are happy with it. It's freaking beautiful. You know, I'm trying to... I'm trying to work my way into being able to eventually afford it because I'm hoping it stays in the family long enough where I can get, you know, my mini-jets or whatever started or even... Maybe this podcast you know will help me in some way with when I do start the the shop full time being able to advertise that and get to the end game faster, but this is you know I mean look at it, you know we've got birds everywhere, orioles there used to be beaks.
2: there used to be a cow loader. A
0: between cow those,
2: loader. Yeah, between those two old crews out there by the road.
0: There oh, was, is that one? Okay.
2: It was a cow loader. They, they would walk up the, the ramp and get in the truck, you know, and get taken to slaughter. And you we know, had to tear that all apart and burn that.
0: When I was a kid, I remember out there by the road there being an old post with a couple boards on it where it was like a corner post. Yep. Yeah. And I remember Grandpa saying something about it being a cow pasture then when I was a kid. And I just remember imagining our field full of cows. I guess I didn't realize that this property was the pasture, you know. Yeah. That kind of changes the whole perspective a little bit.
2: The the road that goes back to the woods was where the cows come up, you know. They came up through there.
1: Oh,
0: really? Yeah. Really? Huh. Yeah. That makes sense. That yep. makes sense. Now, when you guys bought it, was it already logged or did you have it logged after you bought it? Cuz I know there's still No, it was
2: logged there. already. Okay. okay. But we we had them logged some of it after we got married and
0: Yep. That's about time to have it done again.
2: Yeah, I know There's mo- there's a
0: lot of money out there standing And especially right now with the cost of lumber, it wouldn't be a bad move to make to have it appraised, you know, by a couple people. Yeah, I know it. Um, you know, but yeah, let me, all right, let me, let me pop up this question list really quick. All right, so here's, here's a fun one. Your earliest memory. Your earliest memory have you got of anything? Just one of the first things that you can remember.
2: Seeing Roger for the first time. Coming through those
1: doors.
0: (laughs) Even as a kid, you don't have any early memories as a kid. You know, just learning to walk, maybe, you know. First time. As a kid, I had a
2: rough life, and I don't choose to remember anything.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Now as uh I gotta share my one of my first memories because I think I actually have a picture of it I was out here with mom she had a white pair of bibs coveralls she had pumpkins out back on an old picnic table and I remember I was in a blue jacket taking pictures in the pumpkins and I remember I was having really good day, heck of a day it was really nice out and I was just super happy for whatever reason and I remember she gave me her camera and I ran into the front yard, well we were kind of already in the front yard and I just kind of ran toward the road and then she was like yelling at me or whatever to stop and I turned around and I took a picture of her coming back at her with the camera and it's crazy because not only is it one of my first, if not my very first memory, but I have a picture of it from my perspective. Right. Which it's nuts because, I mean, you know, her passion in photography. Right. You know, and I feel like I might be a reason that she never fully pursued it, but that, you know, I mean, that's literally my first memory. And I've thought about it hard, and that's as early back as I can remember, you know. So it's just kind of, I don't know. I just think it's kind of cool, you know, unique to have a first-person point of view perspective from. Right. And, I mean, it's not a good picture. It's blurry. you I don't think you can even see her face. You just kind of see her bent over, you know, like you would call a kid with your hands on your thighs, you know. Yep. I remember she'd always give me like toy cameras and stuff like that too at a little early early age, but Yep. And then uh I heard grandpa get up, so we'll wrap this up here and I'll get him in on it. But uh I gotta ask. Well two quick things. First, what's your favorite thing about being a grandparent? And not just a grandparent. You can I mean, a great-great-grandparent. You know what I mean? I love kids.
2: Raj and I have always loved kids. The more the merrier. My sisters, older sisters, they like my grandkids and great-grandkids, but as far as having kids, no, they don't want any kids.
0: (laughs) I've noticed that, but... Now, so what is it about... The kids that you think you enjoy, you know, just... Everything. The hilarity, you know, just having something to do because they're always...
2: They make me laugh, uh, and it's amazing the stuff they get into and the things that they do. For instance, on Easter Sunday, I had my whole family out here, Yep, and Uncle Harley... Began laughing. He says, "Oh my God! Look at you guys! We looked out, and there's your brother Gregory, four years old, yep. swimming in the swimming pool or mud, mud puddle. puddle, yep, yep, in his underwear." Harley could not believe it. He and he talked about it up till the day he died. He just thought that was the funniest thing he ever seen.
0: Yep, he uh, that he, <laughs> I mean, Greg. Greg alone, you know, that's.
2: That is a, a story all in itself. Yeah. Gregory is. Gr-
0: Gregory alone.
2: <laughs> he's. And he's got a little girl that's just like him. Justice. That's what that is. Justice.
0: Yep. They say it's a dish best served cold. Yeah. Well, you look in that little girl's eyes and you're not going to find anything colder. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a nice cold stare. Yep. That is a cold dish she's dealing.
2: Yeah, she's <laughs> stubborn, stubborn like him.
0: Yeah, she doesn't listen
2: like Bullheaded. Like yeah. Uh, you know, I've told this story a million times about Gregory. What's that? When I was babysitting him, he lived here. And I put the kids to bed at noon for an hour nap. And Brandon went in and went to bed like a nice little boy he was. Gregory went and got in the other bed, and I went in to kiss him goodnight. I said, when you get up, honey, I'll come and get you. And I turned around to walk out the door, and he said, you dirty SOB. What? And I said, what did you just say, Gregory? I said, you just made the world's biggest mistake.
0: Unprompted, he just...
2: And I turned around. I don't mean to laugh.
0: I don't mean to laugh.
2: I, Jesus, I turned Greg. around and I said, I'll be <laughs> right back. I come out and got the hot sauce, took it back in, and I said, stick your tongue out. He stuck his tongue out and I put the hot sauce on it. And he <laughs> screamed and screamed and I said, that's what you get. Don't ever swear again. <laughs> and to this very day, I have never heard Gregory swear in front of me. He does swear. Uh, He swears at home and swears around everybody else, but he watches closely.
0: He's usually pretty good about it.
2: And he told me, he said, you're the reason, Grandma, that I didn't like hot sauce. And I said, no. I said, you're the reason you didn't (laughs) like hot sauce. I said, if you hadn't swore, you wouldn't have had to get it.
0: Yep, he was between him and Jaden.
2: Yeah, I don't, know, and... I
0: don't know who was the worst. Yeah, no kidding. Jaden was alien too. My God,
2: Jaden was a stubborn little boy.
0: Ugh, man. Yep, yes he was. Brandon. He had a vocabulary like no other too. A sailor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. A sailor.
2: brandon on the other hand was a good little boy i didn't have any trouble with him
0: no but where did greg and jaden hear the words they heard you know because i know brandy wasn't walking around saying stuff like jaden's saying no and i know billy wasn't so uh, oh
2: yes billy k was maybe (laughs) there's no doubt about it to this very day she does (laughs) terrible yeah, Jade was a character.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Yeah, he was.
2: Zamri was a good little boy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, for the most part, we kept each other pretty well occupied.
2: Yeah. Speaking of which, he's getting married this fall.
0: Yep, November, right about the time your are having a baby. here. Yep. I'm not having it.
2: No, Brie is.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: You're not going to the wedding.
0: I don't think we're going to be able to make it. It's literally going to be within a few days of the wedding. Depending on what happens with baby development and whatnot. You know, I don't know if they're going to induce her. I mean, the wedding and... Baby due date are going to be about a week apart, so I don't know if it's...
2: Well, and you can't afford that. That's going to be a very expensive... It's going to be
0: pricey, but it's not... It's not that. I mean, I got... Definitely time to plan financially, too, if that was...
2: Yep. But, you just can't do that.
0: Yeah, you know, it's just going to be tough. Yeah. Me out here, Grandpa's up, so... Uh, yeah. I just heard I was your shot. Yeah, he went back in the bathroom.
2: Now what about uh Brian? What about him? He's living in Kalamazoo. Portage. Portage.
0: Yeah, just bought a house. Doing good. He's what? Doing good. Just bought
2: a house. How come he wanted to move there? Away from his folks? For work.
0: He's making good money.
2: Well, I know he's making good good money, money, but I figured he'd want to be around his mom and dad.
0: I mean, he definitely misses... He definitely misses home, but, you know. You know.
2: Is he getting married to that girl?
0: Probably. Probably. Hmm. Yep, she just got... Well, she's a nurse now, so she's got like a ten, twelve dollar raise. Oh. Well, yep.
2: She a nurse.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: Well, that's a good job.
0: Yeah, I mean, always have work, you know.
2: Yeah. Always dangerous have work too.
0: Well, sometimes.
2: Especially in this COVID age.
0: I don't know about all that. Viruses. You know, they don't... The thing is, it's only going to mutate to be less deadly. If it doesn't want to kill you, it wants to spread, you know? If it kills you, it can't spread.
2: Well, I want to be sure to tell your son.
0: Which one? I don't know if the other one is going to be a son yet or not. I'm just assuming.
2: Leonidas. Okay. I want to tell Leonidas that you used to be a trapper. I did trap. He would go out every single day and collect his traps. And one day, Greg was out in the garage, and we seen Jarrell come streaking in like a flash. We didn't know what was going on. Greg came in and said, What's the matter with Jarrell, Grandma? And I said, I don't know. We heard the shower going. Pretty soon he come out and Greg says, what the heck happened, Gero? Well, I got skunked. Skunk sprayed him.
0: That was the second time. The first time we were on our way to Pizza Sam's and I set a trap down at the creek for a woodchuck. And it was a foothold trap because any time my body trapped... A woodchuck, I'd catch a skunk and it would spray. Uh, you know, on death, body trap kills them. So, anyway, I set a foothold in front of the den. Pretty standard, and for it's hard to explain, but there's excitement in setting traps and waiting to check them, you know. Especially sets that you feel really good about, there's definitely an excitement in it. And, uh, anyway, so. We were getting ready to go to Pizza Sam's, and I just wanted to run down and check my trap, so I literally ran down to the creek, saw my trap was pulled into the hole, so I had a piece of rebar down there, and I pulled on the trap with it, and I saw a tail go up, and I threw the rebar and dove, and I felt the entire side of me get peppered. And then I, I was kind of stuck because I was laying in the grass, and then it hit me before I could even stand up, and I started dry heaving, about rolled down into the ditch, tried rolling around in the grass, cut myself up in the grass, and then just started yelling. I was yelling the whole way I was running back to the house. And I remember we didn't get to go to Pizza Sam's that night. (laughs) But I remember soaking in the bath. I remember you didn't want me in the house because it was so bad.
2: (laughs) It was horrible. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yep. The first time was the worst. The second time. And the thing is, I didn't really realize it does get more powerful when you hit it with water. You know? Yeah. Which is why I just kind of, I remember I took a long shower. Water got cold and stayed cold for a long time. And it didn't, it helped, but it's, it was still residual for a couple days. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. Now I know you can't put water on it because there's something in water that. Chemical reaction. There's something in the essence that water activates. That makes it worse. Yep,
2: And the next thing I want to tell you, Leonidas, is your dad is a great fisherman. From the time the child was four years old, standing on the bow of the boat, he would be pulling fish in left and right, and Grandpa and I would be sitting in the boat trying to catch something and having no luck. And he's been that way ever since. Gregory hates to go fishing with him because he said... He says, I don't even get a bite. And Jerrell has four or five salmon on the line already.
0: He, he uh, yep. Yeah. He's he said, coming how, around. <laughs> he says,
2: How does he do that, Grandma? And I said, Greg, if I knew that, I said, Roger and I probably would have never taken him fishing.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, it's just something that happens. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just, So, in
2: other words, Leonidas, you ought to be a good fisherman because your daddy will teach you.
0: And if he's not, then I don't have anything to do with it. Grandpa's out here, so I'll pause it. Are you coming over here? All right, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself into the mic really quick. I'll check your levels. Inter- yeah, you're
1: live. Go ahead. Introduce yourself into oh. the- <laughs> uh <laughs> I'm, uh, what?
0: Just your name. Your, oh, your, your, Roger. Name, work. your name. Just and, Roger uh, Miller. who you me. are to me, you
1: know? Oh, Joe's my grandson. And, <clears throat> uh... <laughs> I know, huh?
0: It's intimidating. It's intimidating. I don't
1: well, I didn't know what the you know
0: well, you don't have to say a whole lot, I'm just trying to get some levels right now, oh. and then we'll we'll dig in, we'll dig in, I'm gonna keep all this, oh okay, but you know <laughs> all right, so now, with the grandma, I, I guess we just kind of dove right in. She was talking, well, the first thing she said was how she cut my umbilical cord, mm-hmm. and then I asked her how you guys first met, like your first interaction, how you introduced yourself, that kind of thing. So kind of go through that from your angle. You remember how you guys, you know, the first time you talked to her, or first time you hung out, any of that?
1: Well, <laughs> first, I, I... Can't say as I can actually remember the first time. I mean, I remember. It's,
0: it's okay. It's it, been. It's been a while.
1: It's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> quite a few years. But I, I man, I I don't know. I guess uh, I don't know how old I was, but sixteen, maybe. Alan says 16. I think it was younger. I think it was sooner than that. (laughs) I think it's more like 14th.
0: She did say 8th grade, which I believe 8th grade is probably 14, 15. Yeah, something something like that. that, Yeah. Okay.
1: But I was a shy person, so she was more (laughs) uh, aggressive than I was, I guess. So if you want to. Call it that, I guess. Aggressive, but more
2: outgoing.
1: Maybe I guess uh, <laughs> I was extremely uh, introverted, shy. I uh, <laughs> I knew she had a. I don't recall how I knew that, but I mean I knew she <laughs> liked had a crush on me, I guess. But and uh,
0: could it have anything my, to do with your sister Bonnie?
1: <laughs> well, my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall that, but I'll tell you two, So, But I do remember I had a, you know, a question on my heart, too, but I was, didn't want I was afraid to, I don't know, make myself, put myself out there, I guess, because I was so shy.
0: Now, I'm going to ask you if you've heard this term as of late, male vulnerability. Have you heard that term on the news?
1: Ah, uh, male... Hmm. Just
0: it's a buzzword. I just want you to listen for it because I'm only saying it because it's something that popped up in my head. You didn't want to be vulnerable at the time. Well,
1: that's true. Yeah, that's a good way to put that. Yeah, yeah. Emotionally that's, that's, vulnerable. Right. That's that's exactly right. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. That was uh, especially at that age. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I was like that for years. <laughs> so. That was part of the relationship. It was hard for me. I didn't want to be like that, but that's the way my was. So that's. Well, <laughs> it was an exciting time. I uh, I loved it, but it was. I don't know. It was a. One of the best parts of my life.
0: The getting to know Grandma. Yes.
1: Time. Yes. That was. Just when I look back, you know, those are some of the best times that I've ever had in my life. I mean, you know, it's hard to say that when you got all my family now, but it's just one of those good things that happened.
0: Listen, it's not hard to say that because without her, right? Yeah. It'd right. Be, it'd be very difficult to enjoy literally everything you
1: enjoy. Oh, true. So that's, that's kind of
0: where it started, you know. It's it's definitely understandable.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so don't feel bad just because I'm here, you know.
1: Oh no 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 <laughs> I, <laughs> no. So then I are, do remember one thing though. I do remember one good thing I can always remember that.
0: Please.
1: I, it was at night, and I was I don't recall where we were at, but I was uh, going home with my. Uh, Walking home was Sam, one of my good friends in Carolyn. And, and uh, when I got to my house, she came up to the steps and she kissed me. First time i had ever been kissed. So that was uh, one of those things that uh, it was, <laughs> I don't know, I felt so different after that. It was amazing. And I remember laying in bed that night. I don't know. I, don't know, I never... Expected that to ever happen to me, I guess. But from her, it was a, it was a, it was quite a thrill. I mean, uh, I, well, I'll always remember that to be a special, special day. And I guess went on from there. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, you guys have been together how long now? Married? Fifty. Eight
1: Uh, years. We always argue about want to get one year. We have to figure it out every year, but we don't never
0: What year did you get married?
1: (laughs) I believe it was sixty two. Is that right? Sixty three, she says. Okay, (laughs) I don't know. We can never remember, so
0: we always, yeah. That's usually how I start an argument at family gatherings. Yeah. How long you been together now? (laughs) Yeah.
2: We've been together sixty two years. Married fifty nine.
1: yeah, it's been a long time. Well it's all been good.
0: Let me ask this then. You were born in forty four, correct? Right. My grandma was born in forty five. Yep. You you guys were only you guys were born less than a month apart, a year apart, you know? Yeah. So do you remember in the forties? I know it'd be late forties, you would have been maybe five ish, both of you guys. Do you remember any big events that happened in the late '40s? Kind of what was people were talking about then? You know, before. You know, I know there was uh, there was World War II. Right. You know there was a lot going on there. I just, do you guys remember anything? Um, you know, from that era, from your youth, youth, youth.
2: Nope, my mom kept me pretty protected. She didn't want me get doing all that crap. They when kept I was it all.
1: in the '40s. It was that's uh, <laughs> pretty young. And I can't remember a lot of things about uh, things. That, one thing I do remember is when my grandma died. <laughs> yeah. And I, I I don't know how old I was at then, but but uh, I remember yeah. uh, I was walking down the street. My cousin Judy lived block from us. She was sitting on a porch. and I see she was crying. I didn't know what happened, so I asked her. She said, Grandma died. And I said, well, I didn't know that. And that's uh, one of those things I guess you remember, but... I, other than that, I'd, I can remember my grandma and grandpa went very... You know, they died young when I was quite young, but... I do remember them, and they were, uh, it was quite an interesting family at that time. My mother and all her brothers, sisters, were a unique family.
2: I told him about the cookies that, you know.
1: Oh, yeah, my grandma? Yep. Yeah, my
0: grandma used to make <laughs> sugar cookies. That's still, that still makes me smile because yeah. Yeah. that's one of those things, one of my favorite memories is, You know, sugar cookies at Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) All the different colored frosting, you know, even though it was the same flavor, just food coloring. It was still just all the concoctions, you know, and just a factory at the table. It was just, you know, and then when Grandma would make tarts. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My mouth waters when I bring them up because they were literally
1: tarts. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. well, and my mother was... My mother made tarts, and I—I I was always when I was young, so I do remember that. That was always a treat too for me when I was Man. growing up.
0: Now, yeah. we speaking of growing up, you know, we were just talking about, you know, maybe if you guys remembered anything from youth, youth, what was going on in the news then or the world then. So, how about like the fifties and sixties, going into high school, you know, elementary? You guys remember? I know you played sports and stuff. Do you remember like? Um, any big events, any celebrities that you were kind of idolizing at the time or <laughs> yeah. well, music you guys were kind of jibing to, you know?
1: That's one of the things I've always felt that I was born at the perfect time. Yeah. I was born into the rock and roll era. Rock and roll and fast cars when you got a little, a little older. That was, a, that was tremendous.
0: Man, time of man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we had a, uh, well, we were first generation to have, while well, the rock and roll when Elvis was, <laughs> it's hard to explain. You have to be there to understand the, the the different kinds of music that we grew up with and the music that was before us <laughs> for other generations. But we used to listen. To, I mean, like my mother and dad, and those. Older generations, their music was uh, so different. <laughs> like, their you know, like their music would be like, "How much is a or yeah. what is that one about the? How much is a doggie in the window or something like that?" Oh yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah very
1: yeah. It, and then we went to Elvis, you know, and uh, all the rock and roll stuff, and I mean, it was a, I don't know, it's. Movement like across the whole country, you know, and it would just took over. And it was, you couldn't wait to listen. Wait until every, every artist would come out with a new song. And used to be forty fives. Everybody would buy forty five. Nobody could have a song out for a while, and then you couldn't wait until the next one. Everybody hears a song. Elvis got a new song out, or uh-huh. whoever it might be. You know, there was a lot of good singers at that time, but Elvis was a
2: and our folks up that it was terrible.
1: Yeah, then um, I mean,
2: they thought that that the music was terrible. Yeah, he gyrated too much on the
1: younger generation. (laughs) Well,
0: I know you guys, well, not you guys, Grandpa, you just chuckled about it. But I gotta ask, it's a perspective spin, right? Mumble rappers, you've got death metal, okay? right i know mm. i right but you got to remember at the time you were hearing a lot of the same arguments against rock and roll now i'm not trying to justify it okay but we got to remember jerry lee lewis alvis presley johnny cash they were known to have young wives okay Now, I'm not saying that the old generation wasn't saying that the danger was there and that it wasn't, but isn't the danger always there? Because with change, there's avenues that you can take where you fall off the path, and some people do fall off the path. That's why change gives us growth, you know? Do you see where this could potentially give us growth now as far as the culture that we have, where we've got, you know... The L-G-B-T-R-S-R-M, whatever the heck, Q. Yeah. And then we've got, you know, the mumble rap, the death metal. You know, we've got where we're literally allowing other countries to siphon our resources, but we're not demanding resources in return for our crises. Like, do you think these things in culture are actually you know, similar to what the people at the, you know, the time, you know, that you're talking about, they were saying, hey, these things are not good for our culture, our direction. Are those sort of things changing or are they still pretty similar? It's similar.
2: It's similar. Each generation has to go through the same old thing, only in a different way.
1: I think that uh, it's worse because (laughs) I think it's... Generation has more. It's more radical. It keeps getting more and more and more radical. I think you know, changes are good in some ways. I mean, you can always changes should be always an option to become better. But I think you, because it's so radical now, I don't yeah. think that's good. I think it. You know, I I understand the young. Our older generation didn't approval are the a lot of things that our younger generation did but
2: well i think for one thing when we were growing up there was no murders going on there was no drugs and you know till our later years
0: now before we go too much further i only want to argue that by saying it's not that they weren't happening the social media and the media in general wasn't there to cover it. You well, had radio and a couple TV stations, but look at now I can be, I mean, we're recording, you know. We could literally be reporting the news on this block, and anybody in the world would know what happened within this country mile tomorrow. Right. You know.
1: Yeah, I do agree with that, but I mean, we understand all that, but I still state that the culture is so different because I think it's much worse now. And it shouldn't be that way. It should be always getting better instead of worse. I mean, I, that's just my opinion, I guess. I can't, uh, I think that...
0: No, that's that's fair. I was, you know, just trying to, <coughs> you
1: know,
0: kind of give you some... Uh, I
1: think the statistics kind of prove that, you know, because we don't have consequences for actions. Their that, actions, no. What, 100%. What, 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 what people can get away with now. So, I mean, and before you... You did something, you, you know, that was, I guess, allowed or wrong or morally wrong or whatever. There was consequences for that. Now there doesn't seem to be.
2: There's been a, today, I don't know whether you heard it or not, but there's been a, another school shooting, 14 kids in an elementary school.
1: Yeah, see, those are the kind of things we're talking about. I mean, it's It's worse. Yeah. civilization it should, it be, we should be we should be progressing school. all the time instead of having these things happen i don't know what the reason was for it but i don't think it's a, i mean in a lot of ways yeah we're getting progressing in ways good ways but some ways we're regressing
0: well let me try and pinpoint an issue here i have and it's that from my perspective not just our rights, okay? Let's not even start that topic, but we're handing over justice to the state. Right? You right. We're not we're not dealing with justice <clears throat> on this country mile. You're not dealing with your neighbor. You're calling the cops on your neighbor. You're not dealing with, you know, a store that may rob you of money. You're calling the cops. You're handing over your power to the state. And with that comes slow trickle where they don't give it back. And when they can take certain avenues by proposing a bill, even though it may be something small, it's a step in a direction and you don't get that step back. And now... I'm sure there were times, Grandpa, where maybe your group of guy friends had heard something about some guy or some group of guys that was unmoral, And maybe you had to go put your hands on them. Let me help You know? Maybe you're out in public and you see somebody getting mouthy or handsy with their woman. And instead of calling the cops, you intervene. Yeah. That... Doesn't happen now. No. Nope. You can't. <laughs> and it's, well, it's not that you can't. It's you can. But now, when you hold somebody accountable, you're held accountable.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's why I say you could turn out to be the.
2: <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful what you do.
1: I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy now.
0: It's and a... how, where did it start? Where did we hand that over to begin with?
1: Well,
2: you know, it's,
0: it's a good sorry.
1: question. To consider the bureau's Well,
0: but I do want to, I want to, I want to bring us back around here. I don't, I'm not going to be able to go a whole lot longer. I know it's uh, 7.30ish now. We're definitely going to be doing this again in the future, but I just want to get back kind of on the conversation we had going with grandma just to try and tie some things in. So I know it's gonna sound like a jump because I don't know how to segue this. Now, do you remember exactly how you proposed to grandma? I know <laughs> she gave us a, she gave us a little bit of a you know window into your thought process or your personality there with her story, so I'd like to yeah. get it from your angle.
1: Well <laughs> that one it's gonna be a tough one too because I can't. I like to have been able to remember more of that, but I should. It those those important things you should remember, but I don't know. That's one of those things in my mind that just doesn't really. I can't really help say much because I don't really Mountain recall. Mountain Jacks.
2: You remember Mountain Jacks? Oh,
1: oh, I'm getting pink. <laughs> We've done. No, I guess I, you'll have to help me with that. Maybe you can jog my memory a little bit. I wish we I went could to even...
2: Mountain Jacks. Well,
0: you want me to move the mic for you a little bit? Here,
2: go ahead. We went to Mountain Jacks, Roger. Okay. Hi. And then when we got in the car to go home, okay. you handed me the ring. Okay. okay. That's how you proposed.
1: <laughs> yeah, not real romantic, I guess, but... Uh... That's kind of who I was, I guess. I, I wanted it to be different, but like, I...
2: And I told him about your mom and Bonnie <laughs> had gone with you to pick out my ring.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay.
2: Yeah. Well, you remember what an ASS you were? The
1: what?
2: You were an ASS. I was? That's what your mom's called it.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, probably right.
2: She said that she told you to slow down. Okay, yeah. And you slowed down to twenty five miles an hour and wouldn't drive any faster. Oh yeah,
1: I remember that now. <laughs> that was
2: She said, Oh my god, I knew she says "And I knew that I better not say anything because it would have been worse.
1: <laughs> yeah, one of one of those things I gotta make up to my mother someday. I'd made a I got a lot of those to make up. <laughs> Well, I'll, okay.
0: tell you, I'll tell you what. It makes for a good story.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. So Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, those things happen, I guess, sometimes. I don't know why. It's hard to explain. but That was when I was younger, a little more immature. I guess I could say it like that. that St-
2: make... Stubborn is the word that everybody said.
0: <laughs> now... I almost feel like those are just kind of used as landmarks in our memories. You know, it may yeah. because it's a mistake, even though it's very small, it's laughable. It didn't change the relationship. It's something that you mark, you grow as a person from that. Yeah. You say, yeah, this was childish. You know? Yeah. <laughs> ah, no more. Next time, you know, I made this about me type thing, you know, and I, I understand, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. I got
0: a bunch of things I, I've feel like I got to make up to you guys and a ton of other people, so.
1: Well. <laughs> it's
0: just, uh, and that, you know, this well. is one of the ways I'm trying to do that. I have the ability now to immortalize you guys, so I'm trying to uh, do that, you know what I mean?
1: Say one thing, that's what I was going to say. I, I thought about this before. I said, I plan on, I'm going to heaven. I know my mother and dad are there, so, and it's Im- impossible to understand eternity eternal life so but that means it's a long time to me <laughs> so you got a lot of time to make up for those things that's why i look at it
0: <laughs> honestly i i just had this brought up a few days ago it's the only reason i'm gonna say this it changed my perspective okay eternity has no time True. yeah <laughs> true it just is yeah it just yep. is it just is so when you go and you say this is how i feel or i will love you for eternity it's not a long time it's just how it is
1: yes that's a good way to say it that's just how it is, and that, was, that's what it is.
0: <laughs> that was buddy at work that threw that at me changed my perspective on that so do you remember <clears throat> do you remember your grandparents Grandma said she remembered, uh, you know, grandparents a little bit. Do you remember any stories, or do you remember, uh, I did ask, she didn't know. Do you remember anything about your grandpa, or what he did for work, or how he died, or anything like that?
1: I remember my dad's mother, my grandma Miller. And she was quite old, one of your you know, well, I guess you know <laughs> she would have to be, but I mean, seemed like whenever I knew her, she was quite old then. But she was hard to. She had a heart hearing problem, so it was hard for me to mm-hmm. relate to her because I was a shy person anyway. But she she was a great person, and I, <laughs> she lived in Ithaca, not too far from where we Carol and I, where we lived in an apartment when we had Cheryl. So once in a while we'd go down and walk, you know, take the stroller and push Cheryl down there to her house, and so she could. She loved Cheryl, and uh, we liked taking her down there. But, but yeah, that was a good time. I can, i uh, yeah, I used to stay with my cousin Bob and Dick. That was their her, her grandkids, and uh, yeah, it was kind of fun. I remember she used to fix breakfast for us, and I always remember that. But my mother's mother and dad, I was too young to really remember a lot about them. I can remember seeing them, but as far as any stories, uh, it's, I don't remember a lot of things. But I do remember being in their house, and I can remember what the house looked like. And, I, you know, I can remember seeing them, but I was too young to really have any really stories that I could remember about them. But I just remember what they looked like. And how they talked, I remember their voices. And they were <laughs> an interesting couple.
0: Do you remember uh, any uncles or anybody, either of you guys, that uh, maybe served in the war or anything like that? Any cousins? Anybody that, you know, not even just, you know, World War Two, but Vietnam, any of the conflicts we've had throughout, you know, mm. your lifetime, the last 70 years, 75 years? Oh,
1: well, yeah, I had a lot of. Uncles in the military, and a lot of them served in the war. Uncle Purse, <clears throat> Uncle Paul, and my Uncle Lyle, he was the youngest of that family. And I remember right after the war, one time, I was visiting him, and he told me uh, <laughs> that my mother sent him a letter when he was in Japan right after the war that said she was announcing a birth. And I assumed that was Bonnie. I think he got confused. I thought he thought it was me, but I thought about what he said because I was born in '44, And he said he was in the, after the war, right after the war in Japan where the war ended in '44. So I assumed it must have been Bonnie. But my, my mother wrote him a letter and told him that he was, she was going to have a baby. But, and my uncles, uh, when they were in, uh, in the war, I remember Uncle Paul, yeah. He was on reconnaissance missions. More, I don't know how he got involved in that, but they would take out. I don't know, just a small group of men to reconnaissance for a uh, survey, uh, check out the enemies. They'd go up, you know, and uh, look uh, <clears throat> for enemies in the area. And there was, I know, one time he was the only one that came back. So I mean, he was in a tough wow. situation.
0: Yes, and we're talking about the
1: Germans, right? Yes, I was German. You know. And, uh,
0: do you, do you know any, any of the areas he was operating in? You know, Poland or anything I, like that? Even
1: I don't recall that. No, I don't. <laughs> but Well, and his son was Richard. He was in the Vietnam War. I've heard a lot of stories about that. But <laughs> yeah, there, there was a, a lot of them. I had cousins and friends in the Vietnam War. And, uh, but yeah, <clears> there <throat> was, uh, not a war, not a good thing. Nasty. I mean, it's horrible.
0: No, no, it's not good. And I was, uh, I was kind of asking because, uh, grandma and I had touched on it earlier, you know, as far as, uh, you know, the family roots, how, where the line comes from, um, outside of America, how, how everybody got here and where they came from and, Um, we touched on her Polish descent and I was trying to lead into a little bit. You've got some German Irish descent, correct? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Now, do you feel that any of that military lineage has been because of, you know, the, the, the feeling of the need to, um, give a little bit back to this country because of where maybe they had come from? Or yeah. even the involvement back home in Poland and Germany, that maybe they needed to, to do what they could to make sure, you know, to do their involvement, do their part. Mm,
1: definitely. Okay. I feel like those people that came here from <laughs> even my family and all those, everybody that came here from different parts of the country were involved in those wars, it was, they were fighting because. <laughs> They loved this country, and they came from a situation where not as good as being an American, and they were very proud to be Americans, and that's why they was, you know, that's why they were involved in these fighting, and
0: And when they weren't fighting, they were doing a lot of farming. Am I correct there? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Most a lot of the yeah, they were farmers and. Yeah, that's one of some of the reasons they came here to farm, you know, be a farm a landowner and be farmers. And...
0: and I want to bring that around to uh, <clears throat> basically what I'm trying to get at long circle is those are the people that raised you, those morals. Those are the yeah. people that built the generation and the economy, the social st- structure at the time in which you grew up. I mean, those were men and women. That had to put up with not only the conflict but the loss the women that were here dealing with men overseas that weren't coming home the people that fought to leave the country for the chance at a better lifestyle for their children I mean these are all things that like we said earlier you know um, you the responsibility there's no responsibility People don't have, there's no accountability. And when you're held accountable for your family's betterment, you do things like leave a country, hop on a ship, and sail across an ocean to take a chance at a better life, you know? You do things like enter a war and risk your life to make sure that your family still has the freedoms to do the things that you left the original land for in the first place, you know? Yeah. And we're so far removed from that now, I feel like that's a lot of what you guys see is my generation is forgotten.
1: Oh well, that's true. I uh I've always felt that <laughs> that I was born in the perfect time in history of our country. Right after the war the greatest generation was the young the generation before me that had to fight these you know, this war. Oh, World and War One! My World, God, World, yes, World War One, and then, then the World War Two. I mean, those were the greatest people we lived, you know, in this country. Did you need
0: anything, Graham?
1: Uh-uh. You good? That I
0: see?
1: You. I'm listening. It's
0: uh uh-huh.
2: It's bleeding a little bit.
1: Those generations are just the greatest generations of our pe- our country, I believe. And I was so blessed to be born. When I did, (laughs) everything just worked out for my generation. I mean, it was just a perfect time.
2: Yeah, I'm glad we were born when we were. We had a lot of fun when we were growing up. One thing that I really liked about when we were growing up, we didn't have to be afraid to walk down the street that somebody was going to kidnap us or shoot us. Nowadays they don't know.
1: Yeah, that's why I believe that just so many things has changed. You know, that, that's why I think that I don't know. In a lot of ways, it's not as not as enjoyable for the younger generation to live in this the way we are now in this country than it was when we grew up. Everything was so much. I don't know. You didn't worry about bad things happening. It just uh, everything was good
0: yeah that's one of those things it's um again I think it's a perspective thing uh, you know I feel it's we haven't we've forgotten you know we've, we've kind of fallen away I know you've heard the phrase something or the saying something about weak men make hard times hard times make strong men right? strong men make easy times easy times make soft men soft men make hard times It's a cycle, right? Yes. And I feel like we're in the soft men make hard times cycle. Mm, Right. And I can't blame it on just men because now we have equal rights, which I'm not against. But if we're going to have equal rights, I need to hear the same amount of voices that are feminine, same amount of voices that are on testosterone. I need to hear the same amount of voices out there that are equal to mine, that are in the same country as mine, that have the same amount of time in the day as I do. I need to hear those voices and I need to hear them say, hey, I don't agree with this. Or hey, why is this being tagged onto this bill? Or hey, why do you keep, for example, right down to the township, right? You guys want to park something in your yard out here? You can in town. I can't have anything in the grass. Nope. Okay. Can't do it. I live on 46. I can't have people parking in the road. I've got to use a parking lot across the road for business. Okay? Because the township says so. That means my boat can't put in my yard. Okay? An RV camper, if I'm going to camp with the kids outside, it's got to be on the cement pad. I can't have it in the yard to camp. No wheels in the grass. (laughs) Yeah. Don't we have bigger things to focus on? I would think so. Yeah, that's, right? that's one of the people are changes. worried about <laughs> driving through the town and looking at things in the yard. People are worried about micromanaging and what their powers are and how far they can push them. Right, and then we have people complaining about them, but not writing letters, not writing emails, not doing podcasts. Right,
1: There's, right. Yeah, you know, I know it's it's that's what i what I'm. Kind of getting to it. It's like it seems to be things changing to sort of the worst sometimes. You know, it should be going, we should be getting better. But more and more restrictions on everything that people can do, it's, well, it's frustrating. Mean,
0: just think about your safety. You know, people hand it over. You know, I mean, look at the gun control. I understand there's arguments. You know, I'm not saying there shouldn't be restrictions or some sort of checks, but. You can't just hand over your guns, because you know how criminals don't follow laws? <laughs> you think they're going to follow gun laws, but right. not any other law.
1: Yeah, right. That's, that's... okay. <laughs> the only
0: way you're ever going to be able to protect yourself, yourself, insured, is with that amendment to protect yourself. If they take that, okay, you don't have the ability to protect yourself. You have to be a criminal to protect yourself. Yeah, that's the danger that we're going toward, Is People are saying, yeah. you know what, I would rather somebody with a gun protect me because I'm scared of guns. Instead of saying, hey, or being like, hey, you know, I would rather somebody that's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. I'd rather hire them as a bodyguard because I don't want to go to the gym and learn jujitsu, Or I'm scared of getting punched, so I'm not going to learn how to box. Or I'm scared of getting thrown down, so I'm not going to learn how to wrestle, you know. Yeah. So I'm going to have somebody else do it for me. But then those are the people that are pushing the laws. And then where are my generation, the people that are taking the brunt of the law or the, you know, whatever. We're not, we're just allowing it to happen. So I do want to ask really quick. I know when you came out here, Graham and I were talking about memories. Do you have an earliest memory you could throw at us?
1: Earliest memory? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if it's the earliest one. I, wonder, I do remember about my dad. It was one time I used to go hunting with him. He used to take me hunting with him. And uh, I was quite small. And uh, I was down to the railroad bridge, and uh, we were hunting squirrels. Okay. And he was going to let me shoot his shotgun. He said, do you want to shoot your gun? I said, mm, okay. It was a woodpecker. And it's it was a 20 gauge shotgun double barrel I wasn't very big and I do I wonder I'll never remember because when I he told me how to hold a gun and everything but and I was all set but I pulled the trigger well almost I knocked me back about three steps I was pretty small i, I I'll never forget that it was scary but, <laughs> so that's one of those things I do remember when I was quite young but I, I remember a lot of. I remember some other things. that you, well, my mother too. I said when I was young. I said she used to t- trying to come in, and she always wanted to kiss me goodnight. And I never, I guess even being shy, didn't even want to be kissed by my mother. You know. So for some reason, I don't know why, not looking at that back. But so I would always try and hide under the sheets. But <laughs> I was pretty small then. But I do remember that. And but I suppose she always got a kiss on me somehow. Yeah, uh, I, w- I don't know why. I'd rather not been like that, but <laughs> that's the way I was at that time.
0: Yeah, but that's not necessarily something you can help.
1: <clears throat> yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Just being a kid, you know. Oh, well, yeah. I don't, it probably sounds strange for most people, but <laughs> well, most people like, well, I remember I used to climb in bed with my mother and dad when I was younger, so, I, you know, I do remember that. I'd be scared, so I'd go get climb in bed. I remember sleeping in between mom and dad when I was really young. Like up until about what age? Did they <laughs> ever kick you out of the bed? No, my mother would never do that. So, nor my dad either, but but I at what <laughs> age? It's hard to remember. But
0: okay.
1: Huh? Okay. Well, I used to have some nightmares, so when I'd wake up and I'd run in and jump in bed with them. And there was always let me crawl right in like most parents would.
2: I can remember Matthew. You know, he was going with Wendy Fell. He was a teenager. he came come home one morning, about 2 o'clock in the morning, and he laid down. I heard him come in my bedroom. Dad was working in the midnights. And I heard him lay down beside me on the floor, you know. I said, Matt, what are you doing? He says, Wendy and I had a fight. And I said, Oh, geez. He says, Ma, he says, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I says, Well, don't lay on the floor. I <laughs> says, Jump up here on the bed. I said, It's okay. So he climbed in bed with me. And he said to me, You're not going to tell anybody I got in bed with you. I said, oh, my God, Matthew, it's not a terrible thing, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So he got in bed with me more than once because, you know, he'd be upset. He had a nightmare (laughs) one night that lions were getting him. He came in and laid down on the floor. And I said, Matt, what are you doing? He says, I had a nightmare. I said, oh, my God, what would you dream? He said, I dreamt the lion was chasing me. I said, "Well, jump up here and get under the covers. You'll be all right." But <laughs> yeah, y- you know, kids, kids feel like they're protected when they're, you know. Yeah. Give you a little
1: more space. I used to get real scared when I was young. I'd be uptown. At night, and I'd have to be talking with all the friends, and i go home. I'd start, I think it was three blocks, usually, depends on where we started from, but all the lights and the shadows, the trees and everything, I always thought there was, you know, I'd start out walking, trying to keep myself calm down. And I start seeing little shadows of the wind blowing or something, something moving, I'd be walking a little faster and a little faster time I got that last block I was just flying fast as I could go because I thought there was something coming out of a tree you know it was always something behind. every time I go by a tree I figured there was something behind, behind that. that tree so the <laughs> uh, time I got home my heart was really pumping because I was scared it happened about every time I went home at night you know that <clears throat> I can remember that so yeah. why'd you keep staying out till dark oh <laughs> uh, yeah well you know we you don't think about that when you're just hanging out with your friends. So, till it's time to go home, and then you know, I knew it was, it was going to be a panic. I tried to keep myself calm, but I couldn't do it. I'd be running out. Before I got home, I'd be wide open all the way. You know,
2: hearing him talk about that, Gerald.
0: Yeah.
2: I used to go down to his house. He'd, he'd have me come down to his house. And around one o'clock in the morning, it was time for me to go home. Yeah. And he'd say, you can walk, can't you? <laughs> and I told him, you know, I said, yeah, I guess so. I would have liked him to walk me home, but he never did. I would well, run,
0: I run from his
2: house to our house. <laughs> it was terrible. I was so scared, but I did it. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, it's not. It's very terrible because <laughs> he well. was... He was like that, you know, you just
1: I didn't want to be out by myself, and I walked home then I had to walk back by myself. <laughs>
2: yeah, so better me than him.
0: <laughs> I've seen the outsiders, okay. Grandpa had more to worry about with the greasers out there with the flip-out butterfly knives, you yeah. know. Yeah. There was more to worry about out there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I looked at. <laughs> So what? So what's your favorite part about being a grandparent, grandpa, great-grandparent, grandparent?
1: Oh, well, That, it's going to be one of those things that's impossible to t- explain it to anybody. That it's not a grandparent because you just have to experience that to understand what it's like. But you no, know, Heath was our first grandchild, and you know it was such a good time. I mean, <laughs> and Heath was. A funny little baby too anyway so he, we just really enjoyed having him and then in each one after that just make it the more you get the better it is you know so and there was some
0: so was it was it when he showed up you know and you get to hold him yeah and then all of a sudden they leave and you're like wow i got to enjoy a baby but don't have to deal with the baby you think that's maybe what sold John grandchildren?
1: <laughs> that could be part of it. Yeah, that's nice. You know, you can be uh, really, you know, you can be with them for a lo- whatever, a little time, short time, a long time, but it's always enjoyable. Within then, you just you can pass them, them off to their parents, <laughs> and then you can just you don't have to you know do all the rest of stuff with them. You know, I never
2: care. wanted them to leave.
0: A scheduled parenting.
2: <laughs> never wanted them to leave. Yeah. Consequently, that's why you were here. Well,
1: which was another thing, or, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Not only have six grandkids. Got five great-grandkids and soon we'll have six. So that's well, amazing. And it's each one is so different that it's so enjoyable to have each one. It's just a great feeling. Yeah, you know, just love them all so much.
2: You'll have to ask Shelley. You know. Well I mean I tried to explain to her. You know, when you when you lived here, Dad and I did not want you to leave. And I remember the one day John came and picked you up and put you in the back of the car. And you were in the back seat of the car with your hand on the window tears running down your eyes, and I I come in the house just bawling. And I got on the phone, and I called Sister, and I told her. I said, John took Jarrell. He said that we couldn't keep him anymore, that he was going to keep him. She says, well, that ain't right. She says, you wait until he gets home, he says, and I'll talk to him. About an hour later, the phone rang, and she says, Carolyn, she says, meet John at McDonald's here in Lansing. You can get Jarrell. Man, I'm telling you, I drove 100 miles an hour down to Lansing.
0: <laughs> you always drove 100 miles an hour.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And no. John John brought you and put you in the car. And I told John, I said, you don't understand what you just did. You know, I said, you, you, you didn't hurt me as much as you did Jarrell. I said, "Don't ever do it again," and he never did.
0: Yeah, I guess I don't remember that.
2: But well, no, because you was only about three, if even that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep, I don't remember that, but I do remember uh, one of the first memories I have of John. You guys are like this. Mom and I were at, I think, LCC. He was going to school or she was going to school. And uh, they must have just been dating or just started dating or something. And uh, (laughs) they were talking. And then, you know, Mom was like, I got to go, I got to go. And he was like, all right. And he turned around and went up some stairs, and then we went down some stairs. And I kind of remember the hallway, there was like a landing, and then he went around the landing to the right and disappeared. And I remember asking mom, who was that? Who was that? You know? And she was just kind of like trying to explain it, but didn't know how to explain it. And then that night, I remember it was that night because he had a basketball game and mom went it was maybe open gym or something and she went and he got they you know they were playing and he got me a lighter with a light in it a flashlight and when they were warming up he got it so i could play on one half of the gym so i was the only one running around with a bunch of balls on one half of the gym and I rem well, I think that happened first and then I threw a fit when they had to shut it down and start playing, so I got a light with the lighter. But that was <laughs> the first memory I have of him is wondering who he was and then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we're playing he's playing basketball that night and I remember being out front, you know, it was kinda chilly. And he gave me a jacket and him and Mom were talking for a little while and then, you know, she went to take the jacket from me to give it back, and he was like, "No, it's fine." And she's like, "You're sweaty and it's cold," you know. And he had his bag, and he was like, "No, I'm good. I got stuff in my bag," you know. So I, I had his jacket for a little bit, and that was my first memory of him. But <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I remembered one of them was going to school. I think it might have been mom at the time, and then he was, you know, I don't know if they met at the school or what. I'd like to get her. Recorded they worked and kind together. Of get their...
2: They worked together
0: at Myers. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'd kind of like to get their perspective on how that all started, because he was, you know, really early in my memories, but I don't remember him just picking me up. (laughs) Well. But, uh, all right, well, I'll try and bring her home here and wrap it up a little bit. I don't have really a whole lot else, but did you guys, uh, I mean, I do have a lot. A lot more questions and stuff we can angles places we can take future conversations but did you guys uh have anything you wanted to wrap up with anything you wanted to tell the family or any of the grandkids or anything like that any of the world <laughs> i mean i know it's the first recording here well wow. not posting it yet you know we're gonna go through listen make sure it's quality enough but at I, least i'll have it <coughs> so
1: well i guess i could like you know, like I said, I've always thought that I was born in the perfect time. And, you know, but growing up and in the 60s, it was such a great time with all the, you know, I mentioned that before, you know, the rock and roll area, the hot cars. But that was a blessing, but it doesn't really compare to the blessing I've had in my life with all my grandkids and everything. It's just, just been a tremendous joy my life's been blessed well you know my wife well when, when even before that i said going up of well, my mother and my dad and then you know all the friends we had in parents and then growing up and meeting carolyn and then getting married and t- raising the family it couldn't be better this has just been great
0: sounds like even your grandparents had a pretty big uh you know even though they you know you said they weren't around a long time it sounds like they kind of had a big influence even in your life but also you know your parents life which yeah yeah, you know that's 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 true that's kind of a direct you know yeah and um i can't necessarily say i see in mom a direct reflection of you guys but that's kind of what we're trying to i'm trying to get at here is you know get to know you guys a little bit from you know because uh there's a lot that gets lost through the generation, so I no, uh, I'll Shelley let you guys K- keep ranting. But...
2: <laughs> Shelly Kay is like me.
0: I, I definitely see a lot there, but I'm saying I don't like, you know, I guess what I when I said I don't see a lot, it's the wrong way to phrase it. I don't see a mirror. Like with Cheryl, I see a lot too. Mike even. With Matt, I see a lot of Grandpa. But I don't see a mirror in either of them. But yeah. I guess what I'm trying to get at is I'm hoping in the future, Leon, the new baby, Kia, Drew, Jermaine, any of the grand, great grandkids, let alone Braquel, any of the grandkids, you know, Heath, Jesse, they can listen to this and kind of get a little bit of a look into what made you guys as grandparents. Because, I mean, we all think you're pretty amazing. And that didn't just happen, you know, by itself. And you guys didn't... You're not just the people you are because you weren't helped along the way or you didn't have to overcome things right. together, which we'll get into down the road. But, you know, I guess mainly what I was trying to to ask some questions about your grandparents is where, where I see... A lack of qualities in the world today, I see pure qualities in you guys. Like, if the world could mine you guys for your qualities, it would literally be 100% pure gold. And I don't see that out there, so, you know.
2: It was different back then. People didn't have a lot of time to spend with their kids. They were busy working, and, I mean, the women had a different job to do. They had to, you know, do the cooking and canning and everything else. Yeah, they were else. mostly
1: housewives at that point. Yeah. I-
0: <clears throat> well, I'll let you continue your statement. Uh, I know you said you're I'll just remind you where you were at, you said you're extremely blessed. You know, you've had a blessed life and you're thankful for the, your wife. and.
1: Yeah. Well, Okay, I got one. When my, I, we I, I first when you're young, I think that you don't most people don't, I don't think, anyway. Then You don't plan out your lives like the way our lives turned out. I mean, you were just living day of the day, young people, on you know, just enjoying life. Then, you know, until we have a, a child, one, and then we got two, and then we got three and four. Now we got six grandkids, five great-grandkids, and one on the way. It's like we never knew when we started this family would be but it is now so that is just you know i'm so proud of that and uh i mean i just feel so good about it so it's just amazing i mean it's just our lives has been i never thought just the two of us would start this family up have that you know it would be so blessed to have such a wonderful family
0: and you know uh i will say just to tack on to that for some outside perspective uh the one on the way, hopefully, is going to be another boy, because my last boy is now the end of the family line, mm, and uh, this Friday, he's going to hopefully solidify, because he did have a little bit of a Rough medical start. issue at birth. With a, He had one testicle twisted, and one that wasn't fully descended, so we're going to go, we're going to give him the best shot by anchoring the other one, as they describe it, they're going to basically stitch it in place so it can't twist and then hopefully everything goes good there um yeah but i just wanted to give perspective you know uh even if it doesn't work out you know and there is a girl (laughs) uh, i think the family line has had a heck of a run you Mm -hmm. know i think you've given both of you guys have given uh A lot more than any of us could have ever asked for. And and the thing is, none of us expected, at least I know I never did, expected anything that, you know, which is, I know I've got a lot of things I need to make up for, but I feel like that's a lot of the uh, the glue that kind of holds the family itself together is, you know, again, your guys'... is eternal love. It just is, you know, there's no substance that's going to break it down because if there was, it would have found a way into a crack over the last 60 years. Right. You know, it just is.
1: Yeah, So did it's you, true.
0: Did you have anything, Grandma, that you wanted to, uh, you know, tell anybody specifically or the family in general? Any final statements before I wrap it up
1: here?
2: No, I just, uh, I know that everybody knows that we love them. And that we would do anything that we can to help them when they need help. And that we're always here for them. And as far as my grandkids and great-grandkids, like I said, your mother's finding out how I felt when I had first had my grandkids. She's told me a hundred times I didn't realize.
1: <laughs> That's what I said. You. You have to be a grandparent to understand you can't without that experience you wouldn't it's impossible to
2: explain drew now is you just feel. like drew is just like you were when when you were a little boy. What do you mean He wants his grandma all the time
0: oh yes, he does <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah yes he does yeah, and you were just like that. I can remember sitting on the couch and thinking, I'm going to have a few minutes to myself. No. Boom, right by the, right on my hip. <laughs> I watched TV, and there you were glued to me. Your mom would come home, and she'd say, my God, what's he doing? I said, this is where he is all day long. <laughs> and now she can see. Like she said, now I understand it, Ma. She says, it's... You know, he wants me constantly. No, same likes, with yeah.
1: Nina, Nina's the same thing. She, yep, she wants Nina's to be the other
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Carton <laughs> Germain is just Germain. <laughs>
1: yeah, Germaine,
0: he's yeah. He's we'll, Matt, we'll see what he's gonna be, but he does seem to be a like Matt
2: Junior. <laughs> he's Matt Junior.
0: <laughs> but uh well, um I'll let you guys get to it. It's ten after eight. I know you had dialysis today, Grandma, so I'll let you get to bed get some rest,
2: yeah, I gotta um, be in Lansing ten thirty tomorrow.
0: I'll see what uh we got going on later this week, see if we can't get another session in or maybe on our way back, well, can't do it Friday. It's gonna be a busy day Friday maybe yeah this weekend Friday. Or something he's, we'll see He's maybe.
2: not gonna feel like visiting anybody
0: well, depending on how he's feeling, maybe we'll do some grilling or something this weekend and get you guys recording maybe like greg or somebody come chat to you ask you some questions get a little bit different perspective or maybe we can take it in a different direction you know talk about uh maybe some family vacations you guys took with you know your kids you know your four kids um you know maybe some you know like that time you said you went out west did some hunting Mm -hmm. hear about that a little bit or maybe just some funny stories sad stories scary stories things you've encountered throughout your relationship you know uh just if you got something like i said that pops up write it down i'll be back and then uh you know if i get any input or i get any questions or anything like that to ask you from anybody else we'll make sure we can get that separate so they can have their own dedicated little
1: Sure. You
2: know, I got yeah. to tell you yeah. this story real quick. I heard on the news today, probably everybody else did too.
0: Which today is what May twenty third, I think. Fourth May twenty fourth, twenty twenty two.
2: They uh, were talking about Memorial Day a few years ago. They always put flags on the cemetery for the veterans. Yep. And this one year, they put them out and. A couple of days later, they were gone, and they said somebody stole the veterans' flags. How tacky is that? They sad. said, they said this just don't make any sense. Well, some guy decided to put a camera up to see if he could catch who was doing it. Well, he caught him on camera. A squirrel.
0: A squirrel.
2: Squirrel pulling them out and sticking somewhere. He took them out and put them up in his nest.
0: Made a nest with them. Yep,
2: <laughs> they said nobody could believe it until he showed them on the camera. <laughs> now that is nuts. A, a squirrel
0: that's awesome.
2: I said, Oh my god,
1: disrespecting our military vets. huh? well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he,
0: yeah, he does. He's He's truly free, that squirrel. He's truly free.
1: Yeah. 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 All
0: right, guys. Well, I love you, and uh, I'm going to wrap it up here, but uh, until next time. Okay. I, gotta, I Love you, too. i got to come up with the sign-off and all that good stuff, but I know my mind rambled a little bit. We went a few different directions. There's a lot going on in the world right now. Passions
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: are on fire, but we'll try and... Uh, we're just starting this, so we'll try and... We'll work on it. We'll work on our focus.
1: Okay. Good. Okay.
0: All Love you guys. Love Love you too. too.